0: sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace the work hard, smile, large vibe. Hi, welcome
1: back to the work hard, smile, large podcast. I'm your founder and host, Nicole Kristofferson. And today I have a wonderful guest, Christy Penison, who um, I was introduced to by my invitation to be on her podcast, Inspiring Possible. Um, she is Um, a business building entrepreneur. She runs her own counseling practice and she's passionate about empowering professionals living their best life and believing in themselves without fear. So Christy, take it away.
0: Well, thanks so much for having me, Nicole. And I think this is a topic that me and you both really um, bonded over whenever you came to my podcast. Is because I think both of us are hard workers. We don't mind the hustle and getting out there and doing things, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners can probably relate, you know, people that just want to make an impact on the world, but it is sometimes challenging of trying to manage it all or then figuring out what we want to do next um, and how we want to bring those ideas to life. So that we can impact people around it's us. It's like
1: uncharted territory for us, but other people are doing it. So like our community and the people that we are able to have these communicate, like these conversations with keep helping us learn and grow, right? And it's so yeah. funny because right before we started this recording, um, our episode 10 released for my podcast and I talk about fear a lot in it. And so as I went through and was reviewing, you know, your guest form and stuff like that, I'm like, we have this hyper topic that's been talked about this week in my life. And I really think that's something that you help your clients um, and the professionals that you work with really try to overcome um, in their personal lives and in their businesses, right?
0: Yeah. And I think it all, you know, when we think about um, our stories, it all comes from probably something that we have had challenges ourselves. So I know for me, the reason I'm passionate about this is because there was a place in my life As I was getting started in my career and really helping grow and develop an organization that I'd worked with, uh, I came to a point where the organization started to kind of almost suck the life out of me, whether it intended to or whether, you know, I allowed it or just because the way that things shift and change sometimes when you are working Towards something. It's the
1: constant balancing act, right? Like yeah. work-life balance is no joke and we talk about it all the time. But I think the balance focus always comes into play as you're in growth mode, right? Or yeah. rather, when you have a challenge and you have to learn from that challenge and you have to adjust like we were just talking about before we went live. <laughs> um, you know, the work-life balance never goes away. It's never perfected. It's ever it's evolving at all times. And No.
0: Yeah, it's always evolving. And but I think, you know, it's important to listen to clues, kind of like what our our body is telling us, what our mood is telling us, what our thoughts are telling us. So like in that situation in my life, I there was a lot of fear about jumping out of something that was in my mind stable and secure and known. And then being able to transition to something that I didn't know how was going to pan out and just saying, okay, I just know that I don't want to continue this way. So how can I create something differently? And will I be brave enough, even though I'm going to be scared to take this leap and into this thing and not know what the outcome is, which I think a lot of people can relate to because sometimes we just get comfortable with, not great situation.
1: Very true. I mean, I can kind of relate to that back in 2013 when I was like, you know, I'm going to get my broker's license. And what am I going to do with it? I'm not sure. But like, I'm at this point in my career, I want to keep learning. And that's the next step with my licensing and stuff. Um, And just checking off that item was like, okay, let's talk to my broker that I'm you know, working with. And we're growing together and doing this stuff and see what this means now. I'm ready to jump in more. I'm even more empowered by getting that license. And that's when I decided to pivot and start my own brokerage, you know, yeah. and I didn't know I was going to want to start my own brokerage until I um, accomplished my broker, getting my broker's license. Right. And yeah. what that kind of came with. So I hear you there. hundred percent. Well, Steps. I
0: think that's where our our stories parallel a little bit, because there's things that I'm doing now, like opening a counseling practice that's multi-location and watching that vision come to life and expand. Like if you would have asked me five years ago you know, this is going to be your life. I would have probably laughed and said, absolutely not. That is that, that's not for me. That's for And I,
1: My mind immediately went to managing five practices. Yeah. Like five locations. That's a whole nother um, responsibility and business, you know, skills that you're going to need to manage all that staff and those spaces and things like that. So Talk about that. Like, I am I know you're right in, in it right now.
0: Yeah, well, and right now, you know, um, we are just kind of at the point where we're expanding and growing and we know where we want to go. Right now, we have two locations. So okay. we want to get to five, though. Beautiful. We want to get up, just like you probably have experienced, like, hey, I want to, this is the vision of where we want to go. But I think it's ever changing and growing and in each phase, you have to, learn new skills, right? The skills are the things that got you to where you're at today is not going to be what helps get you to the next place. But I think what happens, and I don't know if you've experienced this, Nicole, but it really comes back to me as the leader and the person that's leading this to grow and develop myself. Because I feel like this can only grow as much as I grow. And every time you get to a hardship or uncertainty or a challenge because they're going to come, And you have to, you're almost forced to deal with your own stuff and figure out how you're going to move through it. And what do you need? Does, do you need some slowdown time? Do you need some space for creativity? Do you need extra support? What do do you need? And what do you need to learn or grow or a skill that you really need to develop? That's really going to help you be able to expand to that vision of what you have. For your business or even for your life. Because I know one of the things that me and you've talked about before is like, I am very passionate, like you are, about what I do. I love what I do. I feel very grateful and fortunate to do something that I feel like is really not only making an impact for the lives of the people that are employed, but also for the community that it serves and the individuals that we serve. However, you know. There's also a life that comes with that, right? We have we have many hats. You know, I'm a mom. I'm also a daughter. I'm also a family member, a friend. And so, there's my life is just not about my work. Although my mom. work is a lot, gives me a lot of meaning. There's these other aspects that I need to be able to be intentional about creating for my that life. F- can't fill the your.
1: State. They fill your cup, right? Being yeah. around your friends and your family. Fills your cup too. Yeah. um And it's super important to make that time. So, like that balance that you have to reset your schedule and when you make time for those things and when you work on your business building. I mean, I 100%, I think everybody that's listening can totally relate to that because you can't yeah. kick the friends and family out. Like that fills your cup.
0: Yeah. But, right? but it's that hard love. to sometimes remember what the priorities are in your life because sometimes, I don't know about you, Nicole, you can get on this like I caught a hamster wheel where you can get on and you're like, okay, well, I got to do this. And then I got to do this and I got to do this. But sometimes we just have to remind ourselves.
1: Girl, I I yesterday told my my assistant and my team, I was like, nothing goes on my calendar next week. And if it's not mm-hmm. already on my calendar, it doesn't go on my calendar next week. I feel the need to have the time. And I have a lot of stuff happening in real estate right now. And we're doing phenomenal. But I need that time while my kids are at yeah. school to business build, to you know be creative, put my marketing hat on work with my other teams and stuff and I haven't called that like time out um and that's not going to say I'm not going to take care of things and stuff it's just I don't want anything else on my calendar because I yeah. love to seize the moment and take advantage of every opportunity and I talked about that in my spotlight podcast like I live every day to the fullest and I started getting to um the ends of my days and I'm like why am I so tired and Mackenzie yeah. goes We are doing more in every day than we've ever done before with so much energy and excitement. She's like, look how much we're accomplishing every day. And we just sat for a minute and thought about it. And that reflection was so powerful this week because we have a holiday weekend coming up next weekend. And I'm like, I'm trying to um, time manage, but from like a refill mode, right? Sometimes you really Mm -hmm. find those moments. It's just you need it. And you have to be honest with yourself.
0: yeah, and it sounds like that reflection time helped you realize, okay, and actually acknowledge what we have done. I don't know about it's you. It's taken decades
1: to get there, and it's not perfect. Right, yeah.
0: Listen, it's not perfect, and I'm glad that we're having this conversation because this happened to me this week, too. I'm like, okay, Christy, do not schedule the same thing you have to rely a lot of Do not schedule anything extra because I don't know about you. Sometimes I look at my schedule, and if there's a bunch of blank spaces, I'm like, oh, well, I could have time. For this meeting or that thing, or I can say yes to that thing. But just because there's blank spaces on your schedule doesn't mean that there needs to be stuff to fill it because I think that reflection time helps you figure out what you need next. And that's it's not a I blank think space,
1: it's open, that. right? It's yeah, open it was- for you to be creative in. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, and I think when people get on the hamster wheel, they never pause to get off and be like, wait, do I still want to keep running around in this circle or do I need to be going in a different direction? And I think that reflection piece, when you actually sit down and you say, like, yeah, what am I most proud of that happened this past month? Or what did I learn? Or what did I accomplish? Or, you know, what are the things that, you know, I feel like I could have improved on? That I need to focus on next month you start to realize really clearly I think especially for people that are like you know um the mission driven people of the world people that are like I have this to get done and I want to do it it's like you slow down and you realize wait oh my gosh we did all these things and yes. maybe it wasn't a great month that you didn't do all these things but at least that reflection lets you know what you need next so yep. that you can so that you sustain can sustain this right and it like you know it took
1: it took down. Mackenzie and i communicating about it for me to realize that we were really at this powerful moment like of accomplishment <laughs> and that <laughs> you know we needed some time to work on the back end and ourselves and just breathe a little bit through a week but a lot of it comes from my morning routine and i wanted to ask you because you got a, the hamster wheel is, is hilarious because my daughter's got a hamster so i have to just throw this out there because in my mind as you were talking <laughs> right now i'm thinking we just ordered the little clear ball that the hamster can go in and run around because my daughter wasn't holding the hamster <laughs> enough. And we took it out at dinner last night uh, while a f- friend was over with her kids having dinner with us and the hamster was running all over the place. And like right now we you're talking about that I'm thinking, imagine if I was in a hamster ball running around like that's literally what sometimes my calendar looks like. And it's, it's hilarious. That's going to be it's going to be stuck in my head forever. So thank you for that.
0: Absolutely. You can run around in that ball for a period of time, but it's, you can't, just like that hamster, you have to take it out and put it back, you know, so it can, it can chill for a minute. So you just it can can't do that. And, and yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. It's not sustainable. Tiring. Um, what's your morning routine or like, what's something that you really do regularly for yourself to balance being, you know, a host of a podcast and managing your passion and growing and managing your teams and the leadership roles that you're in. So what's your morning routine or what's like a daily routine that, is consistent for you during this?
0: Yeah, well, it starts with getting to bed on time, which, you know, some days it works really well, some days it doesn't. But getting to bed on time, but the morning part of it, I always get up. And it's funny, I have like a routine. I do my personal hygiene right. I get on my gym clothes because I go to the gym, one of the first things that I do in the morning. Um, And then I typically do some chores first thing in the morning. I don't know why. I make my bed and then I do some chores. This is one thing that hasn't
1: been coming up. I'm like, who makes, I I make my bed every day. I make my kids make their bed every day because it feels good to come to a home, come back to a home or to your personal space and have it be um, welcoming to you, right? If
0: my bed's not made, I kind of have to want to, I kind of sometimes may want to get back in it. (laughs) And I sometimes use Mel Robbins. I don't know if it's like count to three or count down from five, but I count down from five. If I'm like really struggling getting out of the bed, I'm like five, four three, Christy better get ready, to put them feet on the ground, two, one. And then by the time I get up, I'm like, okay, go do your hygiene, then come make your bed. And then you start your uh, chores. And then after chores, I make my coffee and I don't spend tons of time. It might be 15 minutes on doing some chores. But while I have energy, I wanna go ahead and get that done because I do it's have- a work- quiet
1: time in the day. There's no distraction, right? There's That's no the best.
0: distractions. And then I've already started my day feeling productive. <laughs> Cause I've gotten some stuff done, but then I really try to make my coffee and it doesn't happen every day, but then I try to have my quiet space, whether it be sit outside. Like this morning, I actually sat outside. It's been hot as all get out. Okay. I know, you know, Nicole, cause you live right next door to me. I live in Louisiana, but, um, you know, I still sat outside and I watched the sun come up. It was this beautiful, like little cotton candy thing. Sometimes I journal. Sometimes I read. Today I watched the sunrise and put on a meditation thing where I actually closed my eyes and followed this meditation on YouTube, and then started my day. When my teenager came out, and was like, "Mom, you gonna take me to school?" So, I mean, that is typically my routine. And then, at, and then after I take her to school, I typically go and work out for an hour, and then I get my day started from there. But that is a morning routine. And if I find if I don't do these things, I'm not as grounded or present, or I it's can. It's the really-
1: energy, too. It's the endorphins from that movement and those accomplishments, I feel, that are also very. Um, empowering for our days for ourselves right getting those endorphins and with that movement if I don't have that movement because there's a lot of days where I'm like I know I need to rest like I don't need to exercise today
0: and you can listen to your body so there's not a perfect Mm -hmm. thing and like what your morning routine may be different than my morning routine but I do think there's a few things that definitely you want to get in and that is some kind of movement like you said I really think you know we don't slow down enough our culture is just really busy if you live in any type of busy area, or if you're in a high-paced industry, or you're a business owner, or you're an entrepreneur, you can really keep going at a fast pace. But that those moments of stillness and reflection, or even moments of creativity, sometimes I write something that's like quiet. A it's like
1: the quiet in the busy world. Yeah, right. We have to create it for ourselves a lot of times,
0: and you have to because then it refuels you. But then it also helps you remember what's most important. And it's not always the things that we get caught up with on the day to day of having to put out fires or make this decision or make sure and resolve this conflict or handle this issue. Like having that moment of peace, then I think helps you navigate that a little bit better.
1: We're so similar. We were like meant to meet in this world, and we will meet in person. Yes, that's gonna. I'm will. putting it on my bucket list.
0: Yeah, we will. I will have to come over and visit next door. <laughs> that's what I call.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm trying to check off all the states, um, and that's one of the things on my bucket list. And I haven't been to Louisiana. Okay. Girl, so tell me when you come. On. I know. I will. I will. Um, so you have a teenager. How many children do you have? Just one. Just just one. one. <laughs> I've got a preteen so okay um what's like a life mantra or a motto that you use whether it be in your business or your personal life or both that you could share with our listeners because I think um our mantra really guides us right our self-talk and you know our what we do for ourselves so what's a life mantra or motto that you use
0: it's interesting. There is something I always say and, and, you know, not necessarily, it's not the mantra for my business at all, but it is something I say because I think it helps me stay focused. And that is life is too short to be miserable. That is my mantra. So whenever I get in a place where I'm like not being grateful, or I may have a rough day and we all have bad days. I mean, if you're a human and you're walking the planet. Like, you're going to have a bad day. You're going to have some bad things that happen in life or some things that you didn't expect that are very hard and very challenging. Um, And, you know, as a therapist, I've spent many years walking people through those challenges and had my own challenges myself. But I always go back to life is too short to be miserable. And that reminds me to say, okay, if I'm feeling this way over a long period of time, what are the things that I need to do to change? Or, hey, you know what? I can create the life that I want. Does it happen overnight? Absolutely not. But I can create a vision for where I want to go and take small intentional steps. And they're not perfect. Like me and you talked about earlier, like this is not a perfect journey, but I'm also wanting to make sure that I embrace life and that I make it and live it to the fullest. And I think so many times we can get caught up and not do that. And so that mantra to me is a reminder to take life and truly live it, which is is sometimes I'm not I don't do it perfect, but it's a reminder to say, like, OK, no, I want to live Just a life grateful,
1: grateful we're here, grateful yeah. for what we have, grateful for what we worked for and accept the challenges like the challenges are going to mold us. You know, our, we are we learn so much from our failures and it's not even failures it's challenges. And so um, I kept telling my daughters tutor last night because they both tutor with like a, tur- a tutor online. Yeah, And I'm like, we are failing forward right now. So as you notice, the girls were scrambling. Um, I feel that at 9 and 12, they can sit at their desk and log into Zoom because they can get on Roblox with their friends. So please bear with me this first week or so because they want me to help them and I'm not going to. So if they don't have their materials ready or whatever, like we're failing forward right now. Yeah. And we use that talk like a lot yesterday. And then the kids and I, we always talk at dinner when we do sit down at the dinner table. Um. And we, I talked about that being like a big thing for me this week. So yeah, we and learned so much from our challenges. I think need to
0: normalize failure. I mean, I think we need to normalize this whole process. I, th- I think people sometimes look at people that have they think have made it, quote unquote, or like are doing some aspirational thing. And it could be somebody that's just five steps ahead of us, 10 steps ahead of us that we kind of be like, oh, they figured it out. But the reality is that nobody has overnight success. It, it takes intentional learning and failing forward on multiple occasions to get to a place that, you know, feel good about. I remember, I remember year two in business. I kid you not actually year, six months, six months in business. That's when COVID hit when I first started this, this practice Um, and COVID started. And then after that, the next, that second year or that first year, actually it was in the first year. There were two hurricanes that hit Louisiana, which is where we're located. Um, then the, the year and a half mark, our office flooded, right? So, you know, people might see where things are at right now and say, okay, that was devoid of challenges or that, was, that, that seemed like it happened overnight. But the truth is there's a lot of back challenges that you have to, in the backstory, that you have to figure out how to move through. And you don't
1: see, you don't know what the future holds, right? You just maintain your path and your mindset and, you know, keep checking in on your vision and your goals. But look at where you're at post, you know, our pandemic time during 2021, 2022, 20, and the need and how important your practice and your profession is now to our kids and to our communities and to... Um, the people that you're serving. And I think that's so big. And you probably couldn't have seen that during those times, the flooding and the the hurricanes and stuff like that. I mean, talk, let's talk to that because that's something like, I appreciate you so much through our relocation. My children had times where they were really sad and I didn't know how to emotionally connect with that because I was processing it myself, right? Yeah. And I think having professionals like you help guide people um, is so important and they're so over they're busy there's not a lot of people available right so talk about that and like what that means to you yeah
0: I think it's it's just to normalize I think too that again we all go life through life's challenges whether it be the challenges of you know building a business or whether it be challenges of like you said transition or challenges of like this did not go life did not go the way I expected I mean who can say that their life has actually whether it be for a positive or maybe a not so great like, life is going as like expected, you know? And I really think it's what we do with those challenges that shape who we are. But I think none of us are immune to life challenges. And I think we all need help at some time.
1: And if we all walked around talking about our challenges or our bad times or our, you know what I mean, things, our negativities, you know, it would breed negativity. So that's why it feels like it's so foreign to talk about it because we try yeah. to just, you know what I mean, encourage each other and keep things positive. But- um, yeah, and that's the safe spaces with you and professionals like you. We're so grateful um, to have, you know, your profession helping and guiding people in our communities now because yeah, well, you give them we, that outlet, correct? I, think, I mean,
0: right, exactly. But I think we all are here for some reason, regardless of what your belief systems are. And, you know, I think we all have different strengths and talents. So I can think about, Nicole, I'll say this, during some of this time when my office flooded, you know who my angel of person was that came and helped me? My realtor, my realtor, who had, who I I remember had sold me my house when I moved back to this location to start the practice. And I remember she's the first person I called, you know, and you know what? She did something so special for me. So this is, so whenever we're talking about someone getting through these challenges, I just want to say like, even for me, I have never went through things completely alone. You know, I either had supportive colleagues who would call and check in on me, who would give me different advice. I had a family support that helped me move through that. I had a great team that rallied around and became flexible and, and looked at different ideas. But my realtor in that point was somebody that says, you know, Christy, I believe in the mission and vision and what you're doing and what you're trying to impact. I'm going to come around to you and we'll help figure out what the next step is. She helped us find the second location that we're in today. Um, she helped us negotiate um, us, you know, getting some remodel done for this space that I had to come into and see it not finished and have the vision of what it could look like. Um, and she even I remember saw me one day cause we're in a smaller community out to lunch and she saw me in lunch with my mom. And this is whenever I was in a really stressed out panic time. Cause you know, we had to move everybody to telehealth. We were out of a physical location for about a month. And but before I even knew where we were going to go to, I still didn't know yet. She did something really small that really impacted me. And she bought my lunch. She said, Hey, I got that lunch. And I said, honey, you know how to do that? She goes, no, I just, I know you're going through a lot right now and trying to figure out where you're going to go next and what you're going to do. Cause that was so, at such an uncertain time. And I just want to be able to do this for you. So I think we all have times where we can be givers, but then there's also times that we need help too. And we have to be willing to accept that help so that we can. Be able to figure out how we want to move forward into whatever it is that we're we're moving forward towards. And
1: I love your story about your relationship with your realtor and how professional and um, you know comforting she was. Because I still keep in touch with all my past clients, and um, you know I may be across state lines now, but they still call me for advice. And we are a resource. And I always say this: like they become part of my NMC family. Um, because there are things that are going to come up and questions they're going to have, and I'm not just there to sell houses, right. I'm there to, you know, help them find a home and be part of that home with them, you know, and invite them into my community. So, um, it's lifelong.
0: Well, and that's where I think we all support each each other in this vision, right. In this, in how we grow our dream, even like your goal, you know, in your vision to create, continue to expand. Work hard and smile large to do all these amazing initiatives that help people just rethink, re-tap into possibilities and positivity and how can we live life with intention, right? And then in turn, you've been able to support me and coming as a guest is inspiring possible and being able to continue to help people that feel stuck or overwhelmed that just need some encouragement and motivation to to make changes and realizing that it could be possible for them too to create a life that they love. And a vision that they have for themselves so it's all i think we're all connected and i think one of the important things about creating any possibility in your life is to remember that you're not going to have to do it all on your own you're not going to have to wear that weight and burden of responsibility to bring a vision to life there's no way you can do anything by yourself and the more you can either collaborate or give or connect the further you're going to be able to see something really take shape and blossom into life. So something that I'm not here. I had mentors that mentored me before I ever even thought this was possible. I had people believe in me when I did not believe in myself. The cheerleaders,
1: like the silent cheerleaders are so powerful and I don't have a chance to talk about that very much, but launching this podcast and how many people I consulted with to learn how to set it up and how to do it and what was the most important thing. And, um, they're still my cheerleaders. Like I get communication from them at just random times and we're consistently in touch, but just cheering me on and saying how good it is or asking me a question about something and then taking that, people are seeing it. I'm sure you have this experience too. It allows you to meet more people in the rooms you're in. Yeah.
0: Because they've
1: heard about your podcast and they're like, wow, you have a podcast or hey, I have a podcast, do you want to be a guest? And so it's just a trickle down effect that I can't explain it other than don't be afraid to try new things, right? It leads you to these opportunities and these relationships that are just so powerful.
0: And don't be afraid to be a silent cheerleader for somebody. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we look at people and think that they've gotten it and they don't need a cheerleader. That is the, that is false. They need it. Even if even though it looks easy, it doesn't mean it is. I can remember about own silent cheerleaders because me and you started, I think our podcast around the same time. And I had a um, group of like colleagues that I meet with once a month and they also had podcasts. And I remember them asking me, they're like, Christy, did you do your first episode yet? And I was like, no, cause I was going to do the first two solo. And I was like, no, I have not done it yet. And they're like, well, what's keeping you back? And I'm like, I don't know. It's going to be really weird to just talking into a microphone <laughs> you know, what I mean? I not have anybody be there. And they're like, but this is how you gain your energy. And they said, okay, this is what we want you to do. After we get off this call, because it was a Zoom call, they're like, I want you to go record that first episode because this is what you're going to be about anyways, is helping people overcome limiting beliefs or helping them create a mindset that helps them go the distance or how they can connect with people that can help create possibilities. So, and you were in the hot seat. Yes. You're putting yourself in the hot seat, right? Yes. And so guess what? I went, as soon as that meeting was over, I plugged in my microphone and I recorded that first episode. And then after I sat done done with the first episode, I'm like, I'm not gonna say that that was easy and it doesn't mean that I didn't do three or four or five, 10 takes of it. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, but once I got the first one done, it was like, okay, maybe I can do this. So I think no matter where you're at, when you're trying something new, there's a level of discomfort and you have to just push yourself past that discomfort to just take that action. And then when you take that action, whether it's imperfect It's probably going to be imperfect action, but you take that imperfect action and it's going to help you progress.
1: Yep. The nerves suppress and you're able to focus more on it and pour more into it too, right? You kind of take that step in the right direction.
0: But like you said, the people we've met has been incredible through this experience already. I mean,
1: I am so excited. There's so many people that I am still communicating with that are going to be on. And I'm just like, I'm so excited for the future um, for some of our male guests, like we've been getting more male presence with WordPress knowledge this is really important to me, right? We have so many male youth, like youth ambassadors. And I think, you know, we need to have male voices here on the podcast and hear what they're doing and what their, you know, um, vision is and what they want their legacy to be because it's going to inspire our male youth ambassadors too. So I'm really, really, really excited. Um, because... Um, you know, you're always empowering people and you have your teenager at home. And I talked about kind of like a daily thing where we talk about our day with each other. Is there anything that you practice with your family um, in terms of sharing about your day or building each other up or things like that? Um, yeah, we we used to do like the rose and the thorn. Now we my husband only allows like, what's the best thing that happened today?
0: Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> we
1: only allow the best thing now. Um, um But so that's new it's his EOS system but what's something that you I... do with your son
0: yeah so it is so I'm a solo parent so it is just me and my daughter so um it's your daughter I apologize because if I am at home um then she will normally come into my whole office and sit there and we'll kind of have a conversation about how your day was but you know what I've found in this season of our life that's been really helpful for us is I used to actually not drive her to school. She used to actually catch the bus and she would take the bus and I'd put her on her way and that was it. Well, now this is her first year of high school this year. So she just went back to high school or she just went to high school this year. Ashman and year. we're in week two. Um, and the bus, high school in our area starts earlier than all the other schools and it lets us. Well, opposite here. Earlier. Yeah. So the bus comes an hour early and we live five minutes away from the school. <laughs> okay. So an hour earlier than school would start actually probably an hour and 20 minutes. So I was like, well, since we start so early, if she was to catch the bus, she'd have to get up at like at least five 15, five 30. She'd we have to be ready for the bus at six. Or I could just let her sleep another hour, drive five minutes and drop her off. And then she can, and then we can get her there by seven, seven 15. And so one of the things that's been really incredible for us is just being able to have that morning conversation, even if it's for five minutes to, to check in, how are things going? And I always say when you get a teenager, like sometimes, you know, they lose interest in like communication. (laughs) So locking my daughter in a car has always been a very effective way to make sure that we still have connection and have conversation. And I think teenagers are so hard because they're going through so many changes and challenges and figuring out who I am, where I fit in in the world. What are these range of emotions? As I mean, just- the
1: power struggle a little bit, right? They have their devices. You want to communicate with their friends, but you want their focus on their responsibilities and communicating with us too. So yeah. I agree with that. I mean, we take we do we we de-vi- we take them away just so we can pull their brains back to share more.
0: Yeah, so that's our strategy is just get her in a car.
1: <laughs> nice, I agree. I did that all last year, and this year I am relying on the bus, and yes. she's been super responsible getting up. So um, something is going right for now, right until the next curveball. That's right, and I think it's
0: um, adjusting with every season how you're going to reconnect. How are you going to stay help your family stay focused on the things that are important to you for your family. Um, you go through seasons and you just have to adjust and then figure out what's going to work in this season and just try to make it a consistent habit. What
1: do you want your legacy to be? You're a mom, you've got your practice, you've got your podcasts. What is Christy Penison's legacy going to be?
0: Oh my gosh, what a great question. You know, I don't know if you've ever done that exercise, Nicole, I think it was in e where you actually write your... Um, like obituary, I don't know if you've ever read that book. Beth. Okay, I have not done that,
1: but it's come up in some of these group sessions we've been in. And I, it, yes, I've heard of. The or, I can't remember if
0: it was it through that book or it was a podcast I heard. But somebody that's a mentor that that's well known in this space said that they write their obituary or they write a letter to the future version of themselves of like when people get up on to this platform and and. Say that I'm not here anymore. What do they want people to say? And how I am I going to be remembered? Yeah. And how do you want to be remembered? And I think that goes back to your question like, what legacy do you want to have? And I just really would love people to say, you know what? Christy lived her life to the fullest. Okay. She didn't always play by everybody else's rules, but she was herself and she was intentional about trying to create a positive impact on her community and that she left the world a little bit better than she found it. Her legacy for me is really being able to also, especially since I'm a therapist, help therapists do what they are love to do, which is help people. And then by empowering them and supporting them, and then they can create the change. But I also want to be a have, leave a legacy that hopefully encourages people to be able to create possibilities and help them realize that they might have experiences or narratives or things that they grew up with that have limited them from realizing that there is possibilities for them. And I just really would love to help people. It's kind of like what our our motto is. Breaking the glass ceiling. I always yeah. say that just because it hasn't been done before doesn't mean you can't do it. Right like through- you can be
1: the first to do that. It's yeah. It. Yes. And our
0: mission, our mission here is to inspire hope for change to help individuals of all ages move forward and live fully. And I hope that I just inspire people to learn to really start to love themselves, know themselves, challenge those limiting beliefs, and really be able to utilize their gifts, skills, abilities, talents, realize that they're here for a reason, and be able to use that. Because I think if we empower each other, like if I'm empowering you and encouraging you, you're empowering me, and we can really step into who we were meant to be, then that just creates such a chain event and reaction that, like, can really impact the world for for positive
1: and our families and the people that were around in our practices and our businesses you know there is definitely a trickle-down effect for all of that um i do something with our vision mapping i host a worldwide vision mapping event in january you you have to join us this year
0: i'm a good girl i've done it so many years i'll be there with
1: (laughs) i have some awesome speakers are going to help guide us on a few of the sections of it this year Um, But I have everybody write a magic letter and I've done it for about six years now. And I save everybody's magic letter in a self-addressed envelope and I send it to them exactly a year later. And I have somebody in charge of my letter. So there's one solo person that's in charge of getting me my letter. And every year I get that letter that I wrote to myself 12 months earlier. Believing in myself, I cry. I don't know what's coming. I don't recognize it when it comes because so much has happened. And I, I mean, it's I haven't seen it. Um, and it's so impactful. So like, in addition to writing an obituary and, you know, thinking about what people would think of you if you were no longer with us or around, um, also hearing something from your words in your heart a year later after you've accomplished it is really powerful too. So I'm super, you have to join us.
0: Well, and I'm going to have to join you. And I've done that exercise maybe twice now, where is, I don't call it a magic letter, but it's like letter to self. Now I forget about it and then I have to go find it. (laughs) So I may need to get you to mail mail mine to me or something like that. I might need to mail it to you.
1: There you go. we'll, we'll, we'll be responsible for each other. I'll be responsible for yours for sure.
0: Thank you. Well, I'll, I'll be responsible for yours if you need somebody else. But I do think the power of just writing these things down. And like you said, in a supportive way of like, whether it be, you know, Christy in a year from now, you will, you can you prophesy to yourself. You want to have done X, Y, Z, or you really did these things. I'm so proud of you. Um, just being able to, like you said, write it down and then see where you are a year later. I tell people, like, if you don't do anything, then write it down and don't look at it for a year. You are going to be surprised at what happens. And in fact, actually, and we'll—I'll give you the information so you can link it up. But we actually created this call. its called Dream It, Write It, Do It Workbook, and it's free. Um, people can find it on Inspiring Possible. Send me the link. I'll send please, you the link. Please, please, please. Cause I want to put it with our episode. I want to share it with our listeners. Yes. That's amazing. So you can go and download it, but I even did it for myself. I do it for myself, right? Cause so why would I like give people a, a free workbook if I don't, if I don't do it myself. And this year it was the thing me writing down was to do this podcast. And cause I thought that this was going to be the most positive impact on my life. And just the fact of writing things down. It gives it a lot more chance of actually coming to reality. So I exactly. love that you write those magic letters and I'll definitely be at the vision mapping workshop. It'll be in January. I'm setting the date like right now
1: this month. Um, and I've got some pretty amazing speakers that are going to be guiding us this year. So it's not just me. Yeah. You're not going to have to just
0: listen to me. <laughs> well, Nicole, as you're telling me this, I can think about one thing that I did online and it's going to sound super silly, but I'm just going to let y'all know this was like I'm a small town girl from ball louisiana if y'all don't know where that's at it's like you're probably not going to find it unless you get a speeding ticket going through there okay and that means that you're traveling through rural louisiana for some reason i don't know why um but this year we did a vision kind of like a vision board situation with a volunteer organization that i'm a part of that i helped facilitate and wouldn't you know i found these words that says first class first class okay and i put it on my like little board right (laughs) Now, Nicole, I'm gonna tell you, I've never flown first class in my life, nor do I have any special magic wand that I will, you know, plan to pay for my ticket. Okay. But this year I was coming back and I accidentally pushed this, I guess, request for upgrade button on my phone. And <laughs> I didn't even know you could do this. And probably like this was like month four, maybe April. And somehow I got upgraded to first class. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, now, that's just really something that like, to some people, they'd be like, nah. or some people would be like, yes, that'd be awesome for me too. But it was something that I just happened to put on my vision board. I did not think much of it. I just put it on there, you know? And the fact that like, when I actually was sitting in that seat flying back from wherever I was flying back from, I'm like, this is what this is all about. I can't make it up that not make this stuff up
1: <laughs> it's powerful you know it wouldn't have had as much meaning if you didn't put it on that board I know that we could sit and talk forever and yep. I'm super excited to get your workbook and be able to share that with our listeners I know you're going to do amazing not just with the podcast but with your practices and your offices um, and I will make it to Louisiana
0: <laughs> yes come on come on tell me hey, I, I'm,
1: I'm gonna put it on my vision map um, because I checked off the states I put on there this year too Um, but i'm so grateful for having met you so thank you so much for inviting me to be a guest on your podcast and i know our listeners are going to love um having heard what you had to share today so i'm looking forward to a friendship and being able to help you with any way we can in the future but thank you for joining me and as we always tell our guests work hard smile large
0: welcome to the work hard smile large podcast where we explore the outcome of hard work and the power of positivity in our daily lives. In each episode, we'll delve into the benefits of maintaining a positive mindset, hear inspiring stories, and provide tips for cultivating smiles around us. We will highlight healthy habits and living a full life while giving focus to various lifestyles that shine bright in this world as we collaborate with each unique guest to help spread the work hard, smile large vibe. Now is the time to come together, pour into others, And have the youth we mentor and influence daily inspire their peers to become WHSL Youth Ambassadors too. This podcast is here to support you on your journey and bring others together to build their dreams, achieve goals, and determine what we all want our legacies to be. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace the work hard, smile large vibe.